Welcome to Leonardo DiCaprio Order, where we explore an every Leonardo DiCaprio film in chronological order, from voyaging across the Atlantic Ocean to a drug-fueled Wall Street office. Prepare to get lost in time. We're your hosts, Ryan Narvez and Jess Powell. Here we go! Hello! Hello! Welcome back! <laughs> so we are now on, uh, what's this, episode, is this our 10th episode? Wow, shall I have a look? Have a look, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a a few things. We'll apologise for the hiatus. It's been... It is the 10th, guys. It's the 10th. The 10th. Um, it's a yeah. happy 10th episode. We're doing it. What's that? And it's on the 10th as well. It's literally the 10th of... Yeah, we, oh, we're, we're, we're recording the day before. <laughs> <laughs> you know us. Um, yeah, so... I don't know. Was this meant to come out in June? Or was it July? I think it was um, September. September, yeah. <laughs> you were early. We're early for this one. Um, a while ago. Yeah. Probably. I'm not too sure how it's, the sound's going to be either because we're doing a Zoom call. Um, yes. I don't know the microphone working. Back to lockdown. Back to lockdown, um, yeah. We're just basically locked down actually because of work. Yeah. No exactly. Taking up our life. So, yeah. And for this exciting episode, we've also got a very exciting guest. Would you like to reveal yourself? Hi, I am Millie. I feel like before I've been referred to as Jess's coursemate, however, <laughs> we graduated two years ago and we now live together. Exactly. So yeah. I think I should be upgraded. Upgraded to, to housemate. No, no, do not housemate me. Jess tried to sister. do that. Sister! Okay, sister. Sister. So yeah. Jess is me to get my vaccine today. Yeah. And the lady was like, okay, what's your emergency contact? I was like, Jess. And she's like, what's your relationship? And I said, friend. And at the same time, Jess said, have snake. Oh, so, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> There's a 12-month uh, contract on our relationship. <laughs> I don't think it'll end. Wow, wow. I see how that is. Oh, God. Yeah. And obviously, I think know... this bounce, though, they were like... <laughs> it was bounce. It branched her day and obviously, I know you, Ryan, from uni mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and your famous parties in London. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio party, the... Leonardo DiCaprio fanatic. Oh, I'm pretty red... sure we talk about that every podcast. Yeah, it really does come up. The Red Grunge it's party. We, start, we, we started to plan our party for this weekend. The decorations are going to be Jeez. wild. Yeah, for the household. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So Bikini bottles we need a Leonardo DiCaprio part two. Part two party, yeah, to get all the other films we didn't we didn't get. Oh, yeah. Yeah. okay. Fun fact: so I was in a Zoom call at work today, um, mm-hmm. and like it was, it was a call I didn't know I was meant to have. Um, it's like just before I was meant to finish work too. Um, it's for like the whole department, and it's like this guy who's like I don't know who he was. Um, like what his relationship with the studio. I don't know how. Like he's high up, so I don't know if he's like, yeah, I don't know when he joined. Anyway. He was saying, like, oh, we want to do some, like, talks with, like, some of the older people here who've, like, you know, worked on some cool stuff. He's like, I'm thinking we'll start with, like, Titanic. So I worked on Titanic. And I was like... Shut up now. What? Yes! What? Obsessed. Yeah, so I was, a Zoom, I was a Zoom call with, like, literally 20 people. And he worked on Titanic. And I was like, wow. I, oh, I didn't know what that's to say. amazing. I, so I didn't say anything. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. I want to meet them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buy him a coffee, Ryan. Yeah. Well, they're apparently, yeah. he mentioned that they're going to do a, because I'm still working remote, but 
they're going to do a mm. uh, little get together in September and he's coming over from yeah. he's, he's over in, I think he's in either America or Canada so he's coming over for the London oh. yeah if he can cool which would be really brilliant cool, yeah Looking forward to like, yeah we'll get him on the I'll podcast <laughs> yeah oh we did we did also for this episode I don't know if you mentioned this is our Romeo and Juliet episode I did give uh, Mr. Baz Luhrmann a little a little slide in his DMs to be like, "Hey Baz, would you like yeah. to come join us?" Um, I double check. He's busy. Um, unless, he, unless he's got back now to me, it's been about two months. He's, uh, yeah, he's busy tonight, guys. Yeah, sorry. Have seen it? Oh my god, I've got a message. He said, uh, oh, no. he said he's working on the next one tonight. So imagine, actually, imagine if I went on to imagine if I went onto it and it was just like he replied and I just hadn't seen it. Whoa. I should have been. I sent him a message July 7th. I sent him all of this. Yeah. Thank you. Um, he didn't reply. So if you, li- if you listen to this, Baz, we did try to contact you to get you on this episode. Um, but this can be like a little pre, a pre-starter because you know what's coming up in, what, maybe like 10 months time? We're going to have Mr. Gatsby, so... 10 months. Yeah, maybe he'll come on for that. Yeah. Come on, Baz. Maybe he's preparing as we speak for his big moment. Yeah. He's a bit bit nervous for this one. So he's like, cool, I'll wait it out and then I'll join them for for the next one. Exactly. Maybe he's like intimidated by your guests that you've had on. It's true. Yeah. 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 He heard like, he heard the rumour that Millie was joining us today, so he's like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, he couldn't quite handle it. I think someone let it slip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got out, it, it got out there. Yeah. <laughs> so how have your... But yeah. Should we, should we just dive in? I was going to ask how your days were, but let's just go straight into the film. Work. Yeah. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet, guys. Cool. Here we are. 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 So is this our is this our tenth episode? This is yeah, this is so our tenth episode. So this would be his so ninth. Marvin's room is ninth. Oh, so it's his tenth film because we started on zero, didn't we? Yes. So this is tenth film. Zero is our intro. Yeah, so with the adverts, cool. So Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio's tenth feature film, I would say this it's is twenty one. This is kind of what started to kick off Leo Mania, which will yeah get into more for the next episode because yeah. that's kind of where it really kicked off. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Romeo and Juliet came out in 1996. Six. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't born. Were you guys born? Yeah. I wasn't born. No. I definitely wasn't born. No, we weren't born. We weren't born yet. Um, yeah, it came out in 1996. Um, as we yeah. said, it was directed by Mr. Baz Luhrmann. It was his second feature film. Yeah, done... first, was it no, it's, stri- it's called Strictly Ballroom. It's like this Australian. It came out in '92, yes. I believe. Um, and it's, ah, like okay. a... it's like about. When was Australia? Pardon? When was Australia? Australia was two thousand, like two thousand and eight. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. It goes so Romeo and Juliet is part of the Red Curtain trilogy. He has. Um, yeah, so you can got... speak about Baz for a bit here. Yeah, I, lo- I love, I love. You're Baz. a little fan. He's, I'm a big fan. He's one of my like. I don't know a lot of his films like, at all. Only the Leo ones. Oh really? Yeah. So he has. Oh, a lot I money. need to educate myself. You know what? He's only got. He's got five films. Who? And... Yeah, he's got five films. Who? Baz. 
He's got five films in total. Five films in total. Yeah, well, I've only seen, I've only seen two of them two. then. But my parents love Australia, so... Australia's really good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... So not very yeah. him, is it? No, no, that that one's really not his aesthetic at all. Because you've got like the Red no. Curtain trilogy, which is strictly Borum, which was mm-hmm. his like debut film, and then Hollywood kind of brought brought it because it's like that one's like an Australian. It's all set in Australia, um, like part of Australian cinema, and then Hollywood kind of were like, "Cool, he's a decent guy." I'm sure there's a lot more. <laughs> there, I, um, I love that. You know, like we want to make. I think a studio wanted to make an adaptation and modernize. Shakespeare, yeah. which is where he came in to do that for Romeo and Juliet, and then yeah. a bit after that in two thousand and one is when he did Moulin Rouge, um, and that's part of yeah the Red Curtain trilogy where you've kind of got like the, the theme is like you know the star like all the star crossed lovers. You've got like the um, they all kind of have like a theatre motif, um, kind of like re- which is kind of what relates the film and why they're kind of named the Red Curtain trilogy. And they also I'm pretty sure they all start with a red curtain. I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Keep it consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he did um, those three films. Then he went on to do Australia, and then The Great Gatsby, and then for, like I know his sixth film's coming out next year, which is the Elvis Presley movie. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, which is where Tom Hanks got okay. his COVID. He's biding his time with these films, like mm. he's living off these five films. Yeah. Well, you I know what? He, he did do. He did do an advert. I can't remember what it was called. It's a very famous advert. It also had Nicole Kidman in it, um, and it was it was for Chanel. And I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that that it's the most expensive advert ever made. Wow, yeah. I love that. Yeah, definitely gonna look into that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he had a relationship with Nicole Kidman as well, so he got her on board. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, she's he in. He's, she's in Moulin Rouge and in Australia. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He he, he, he likes to use like very yeah. I guess it's I think it's called an auditor, isn't it? Where you kind of like have you like taking compass. Like he's not just like a director. He kind of has there's like his his style like Wes Anderson you know it's very distinct mm. like throughout like the music the editing the yeah. narrative the visuals like everything you've had mm. like, this is like a Baz film chaos chaos and Romeo chaos. Juliet is... it's a bit like Christopher Nolan with element of time or yeah, not showing yeah. face and like how, it's, oh yeah, how always he uses about the music time. in the film as well and he mm. uses a lot of the same same, same actors too yeah and composer as well which is another point Baz Luhrmann often partners up with Craig Armstrong, who did this soundtrack. Mm-hmm. He also does Gatsby, he does Moulin Rouge. And they're very distinct, they're all very... A bit of a, ha- a, bit of a hands in a Christopher Nolan yeah, relationship yeah. there. And I, I yeah. did also look up that the guy who he like co-wrote the screenplay with, he has done a lot of like his, uh, like the films as well. Yeah, um, that's nice. I love that thing, so like, all you guys want to do another film. All of the films, yeah, so they, they, like, they like co-did the screenplay together. I know his like current okay. wife as well. I don't know if she worked on this, but she worked on. I know she won the Oscar for Moulin Rouge, I think. But they're like, really? yeah, his wife didn't. She's now worked on like all of his films too. Okay. It's nice, it's like a little family, isn't it? Yeah. You work with, and you're like used to working with them. For sure, creating good stuff. I, I guess it's yeah. one of those things, like especially coming from like Australia. You know, it's there's not. At least it's not like to uh, like us, I guess. Um, it's not very big, like the Australian cinema, like Australian Hollywood. You don't, we don't mm. know many Australian like filmmakers. Yeah, 
so it's kind of, it's, it's nice that he's kind of like he broke into it and he's kind of kept kept you know he like you know locally sourced do you know do you know where i'm trying to go with that <laughs> like yeah um do you, so do you know much about the guy at the um more about the composer i think that was that was my point really okay yeah, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> point I, I, I didn't look, but yeah, yeah he, i yeah he does like all the gatsby tracks definitely a beautiful sound you know you can recognize it straight away yeah. sort of thing. a bit like he has sort of like thomas newman vibes i feel thomas do you newman, know what i mean yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. like piano emotional low-key sounds yeah I'm, but also this soundtrack had a lot of songs, normal songs, not normal, <laughs> popular songs in it as well. Which is what, yeah, which, I guess with Gatsby, a lot of like and artists, Gatsby as well. artists did special songs for Gatsby. Yeah, yeah. Moulin, like, Moulin Rouge was the same too. Yeah. Moulin Rouge so was I guess it's like, quite, yeah, quite similar. It's what he a does. mix and match. Yeah. It's very pop, it's like very pop culture reference. Yeah. Um, I'm not even and because it was more set in the present as well, it was very like fitting for this film. You know what he does, thinking of this more, thinking of like all of those films, is that he won't he he won't give it like a specific ear or like that. The music which is in it mm. is set to like that current time period, but and then the, yeah. they, and then they change they change it to fit in with the film's era. If that makes sense, yeah. So, like obviously for Gatsby, you had like what was it like Kanye West and Jay Z. Which were like at the time when it came oh, out were very big. Yeah, they made it but very twenties. And then they made it very twenties. And like likewise here, and Julia is obviously like a story from what I don't I actually don't know when it was written. Oh, nice Shakespeare. Way, yeah. Shakespeare time. But yeah, it's very like time. it's very modern. But it's set it's set in the 90s. It's like the most nineties film you could think yeah. of. Yeah. Like the visuals, yeah. the editing. Even, like the makeup and stuff. Yeah. Mm, very true. I'm just googling Romeo and Julia. Oh, so Romeo and Juliet, if you don't know, it's written by William Shakespeare. <laughs> if you guys that is the initial uh, fact. Oh, do you... Did he the guess, guess, guess when it premiered? Guess the year it premiered. Um, what? The play? The play, yeah. Oh, wow, 1470. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when he lived. I don't. Is that, what, is that your guess, 1470? No. <laughs> I'm going to say Alright, I'll say 2021. 2021. Okay, it was 1597. So this this film came out nearly, nearly, nearly 400 years to the to like to the year. This film came out, did it? 400 years ago. No, no. No, the play the play debuted 1597, and the film came out in 1996. So that's nearly exactly 400 years. Four hundred. So it came yeah. out three hundred and ninety-nine years after the original debut. In my original notes, I wrote it came out in ninety-seven, but I didn't. It came out in ninety-six. So I'm think, not sure where I got confused. No, then. no, no. I think it came out in the UK in ninety-seven. I'm pretty sure we, we, were, uh, we were looking at. So then we can say four hundred years. It could be yeah, four hundred years for <laughs> us at least. Yeah, it's, it's four hundred years because yeah, Romeo and Juliet's an English an English narrative. Uh, no, it's set in Italy. Isn't it? It's set in February. <laughs> Well, well, set in Italy. Yeah, Verona. Verona is in Italy. It's, mm, it's not set there, though. Yeah, William Shakespeare was, like, English, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah the Globe, the Globe Theatre is literally down South Bank. 
literally up our own. Like, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> we uh, go for a pint of Shakespeare every week. Like, what do you mean? Did you know it's not actually the real one? The real one got really? burned down. It's a remake. What the hell was the point of that? I know. That's ridiculous. Yes. Rude. I heard. But did he? Their whole conspiracy, like it isn't even Shakespeare. It was like some oh, some like yeah. math of Williamsworth or something. I've literally made that up, but well, <laughs> no, yeah, it was like Will- Willemsworth or something. I um this is really off topic now but I learned that London Bridge got dismantled and sold to someone in Arizona and it's in Arizona now they rebuilt it what? They, they, never they took the, so London Bridge isn't the first London Bridge it's the second London Bridge and the, the initial London Bridge got someone bought it and they literally took it down shipped it over to Arizona and then rebuilt it there is this a conspiracy but, theory no, or like some true fact? I'm gonna Google. That must have like cost so much money to ship it over London to Arizona. Bridge. If you yeah, Google London Bridge, Arizona, and it's That's not and it's and it's not even a pretty bridge. It's just like a bridge. Yeah, wait, I'm going to Google that. That is mental. Yeah, how long um, Sorry, just back to that point about Williamsworth, oh, yeah, which, which I did actually make up. Um, the the poet. Um, who supposedly wrote the Shakespeare plays was called um, Christopher Marlowe, but oh, it's a theory. It's a, it's not you know necessarily true. We don't really know what's true, do we? I mean, I'm looking forward to your Titanic conspiracy theory. I'm going to talk that. No, I'm going to talk about that all day, guys. By the way, get ready for that. That's your homework. I'm excited for next uh, time to listen to that. Yeah. I I will talk about that for hours. I Ryan, think... I'm going to persuade. I'm going to try and persuade you. Okay, okay. Uh, have you heard anything about it, right? I know nothing about this. Okay. Okay, well, let's see if you get convinced. Okay. okay. I mean, it's... No. Maybe I could talk about it. I could actually... Maybe that'll have to be its own episode. Like, I, I think it will. I actually have... it will. I'm Maybe we should have an episode where we discuss how we should split the Titanic episode up. Because there's a lot of... Wow, that is actually an interesting... It's such a big one, isn't it? One of his, yeah. Because A, it's like, it's such, like, we're not even talking about Romeo and Juliet now, we've already gone on to Titanic. We're talking about London Bridge now, Titanic, dead, we just can't wait to move on. Okay, we won't speak about Titanic until next episode, or the next five episodes. All right, all right, deal. Um, shall we just, like, dive into the plot right now? Let's go. Not, no, no, let's go, let's go through the cast. We've got a big cast here. All right, let's go through the cast. We've got a big cast. Well, so we've okay. got Leonardo DiCaprio, Romeo. 21 years old. Romeo. Yes, we've got, we've got Claire Danes, Juliet. Juliet. She's seventeen years old. Tibble. Fun fact. Oh yeah. Fun fact. Um, Natalie Portman was meant to play Juliet, but they said it was problematic when they were like filming. Oh, really? She's she's fourteen years old, mm. and when they were doing like the kissing scene, someone made a comment. I can't remember who. That it looked like Leo was molesting her. So. They were like, okay, this is problematic. And then Claire Danes, they chose her because she was quite, like, mature for her age, you know. She didn't stand for, like, Leo's immaturity. Like, apparently all the actresses couldn't look him in the eye, that would have been, but she could. That would have been really Why wild if they did have Natalie. Because they all fancied him. That's, like, a big age yeah. difference. That's only 10 years. Yeah, I know, right? I bet that looked weird. Apparently, like, Claire Danes and Leonardo did actually dance. Oh. But he did they? Up, yeah, but he turned up to the premiere with somebody else. Ooh. Oh. So he already started. They never, own. yeah, they never got along during what? filming. Oh, really? 
I know that I'm well, I'm pretty sure I like saw an interview or something like that. Um where Baz like Leo was his first and only person he wanted for the role. Like he hadn't he hadn't really? Yeah. Apparently um, Leo actually um flew to Australia for for the filming, but on his own money, like he paid for flights. <laughs> oh. Because it was like it was pre Leo Mania as well. So like no one was really obsessed with him and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he'd just done a few big How Imagine that. I mean that's basically like commuting to work these days, isn't it? You have to pay your own one grand. Oh my god. Yeah, the oyster fees. So uh, excuse me, do you know who I am? <laughs> literally, literally. But yeah, that's another fact. I mean these days they would certainly not be paying that out of their own money. It's true. Imagine that. Brad Pitt spends money on his own flight to his own film. Well, I guess he was an unknown actor and he was absolutely desperate. I mean, no. He was definitely known. Okay. He was definitely known. Sorry, 10 films in. He paid for... He took a pay cut for someone else, didn't he? When? No, no, someone took a pay cut for him, wasn't it? Was it Meryl Streep? When was that again? That really rings a bell. Yeah, yeah, because we we spoke about it. Was it Meryl Streep? Oh, what the hell? It's for one of the films. Someone uh, got offered more money, didn't they, or something? And they were like... And they wanted Leo to be in the film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what one was that? Someone's at the door. Someone's at the door? I'm hoping one of them... Oh, it's only Bats. Let him in. He's late, but... Oh, I guess he... <laughs> Is it Baz? Is it not? Is it Baz, the pizza man? Yeah. The delivery. Maybe he'd sell us some roses. Yeah, why not? Get the vibes going. Mm. Set the scene. <laughs> As we look at our dead plants. Nah, they're not... Don't call them One dead. of them's dead. One of them's dead. You're to sending honest, the vibes now. I actually haven't used that for like a week. Mm. Guys, to set the scene, myself and Millie are sitting in our lounge and in front of us we've got our, all our plants and our lovely babies. Yeah. But one of them, which I literally got a year ago, because like, it came off my Snapchat memories. Oh. It's on its last legs, guys. It looks so dead. Something has happened to that. I think it like got poisoned because all the all the leaves turned yellow, so I had to rip them off and now it looks literally bare. The thing is, though, like, they're each sort of turning in their own way, and I don't yeah. know why. It's like they even need to die together or thrive <gasps> together. Like, Maybe I don't, that's what they're doing. I don't understand why that one isn't. Maybe they're literally all giving up on life. No, they're not, because the others Maybe are it fine. reflects on attitudes. I honestly think it is because every day he talks them more. Every day you come in here and tell that one off, and now it's seriously <laughs> going brown. Oh, it actually, you know what? I don't know how to save it. We need to send it positive vibes. We need to give it some spritzes. Yeah, spritzes. Some red wine. Some red wine. Some coffee. It was. It was. It was the name from upstairs asking if I wanted to go for pizza. <laughs> Is this the guys with the hot tub? <laughs> yeah. Is it? Be like, sorry, we're um, recording for our feature. Oh, yeah, so we're, we're, we're do, I was like, we're in the middle of talking about Leo. Um, but they, 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 they want to come on it, so. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, where, where, where were we? Um, oh, cuffs. Oh. So, uh, we've done Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> uh, we've got four. I'm not going to be able to say anything. Mercutio. Mercutio. Yeah. I love him. He's my favourite character, I think. Yeah. 
Harold yeah. Perinu? I'm not too sure. He's definitely in, in a few months in. He's, in, sure he's, in the, he's in the second Matrix. What else is Claire Danes in? Is she in Harry Potter? She's or in is that... Oh, yeah. Mm. I think she... She's in what? Remember that Della, Della Kerr person in Harry Potter, that girl with the blonde hair? Mm. I always think that's her, but it's oh, not, is it? Sure that's not no, that's her. a tricky person. I get them mixed up. They look like very similar. Don't they? Yeah. Um, Tibble. Who plays Tibble? Yeah, he's in the Matrix. He plays Link. Uh, Who? He's called ha- Harold Perenu. That's Mikisha. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Tibble is John Le- Leguiz- Leguiz- Leguizamo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yes, John. us here. Fully butchering this. You always butcher the pronunciations. Um, Apologies, guys. Um... He, I know he was played to lose in Moulin Rouge as well. Um, yeah, I don't know much else about him. Seems like yes. a, a nice guy. I'm Who's sure. the lady? Julia, Julia, Julia. Oh, she's in Harry Potter. She's always that same character. She's in Harry Potter. Yes. Miriam, Miriam, Mar, Miriam Margoyles. Uh, yeah, classy. Yeah, she plays like the nurse, doesn't she? Better. What's her name? Professor... Madame, Madame Pumphrey. Professor... Profe- no, Professor Sprout. Oh, my God. Help. He's Madame Pumphrey. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? You have to run that person up. Can I even know that is a real character in Madame mm-hmm. Pumphrey. Who is that, though? Madame Pumphrey. I know, I know it's not her, but I don't know why I just said that. Madame Pumphrey. Madame... Madame... Humphrey. Have I actually invented that person? I've, I've got a fun fact coming up. Oh, me. she's the nurse in Harry Potter when he's like... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, fun fact. So, you know, the guy who plays... Uh, it's, he's called Emmett Walsh. And he plays, do you know, the guy who gives him the guns when in, like, the snooker room? Yes. Yeah. He, because I just know him from Christmas with the Cranks, but he is also. I've definitely seen him. Yeah, he's in. A, he's in a lot of like just like classic films, classic for us. Um, yeah. He's in Critters, the original Critters. Critters Shut one. Up. We didn't yeah. even watch the first one. I know he's in the first. He would have recognised him. We would have recognised exactly. him. We need to watch that. That can be that can be one. Um, obviously, we've got Dave Paris played by Mr. Paul Rudd, who we all know, Ant Man. Yes. Who just now? Who is he though? Oh yeah, the Paul. guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The knight. He dresses as a knight, doesn't he? No, astronaut. So he astronaut. Was... He's the astronaut. Astronaut. Yes, because yeah. it's very like man versus nature, wasn't it? Um, I don't know the how many characters we want to go through because there's quite a long list. Like, there's a lot it of is. cast for this movie. There's no one else jumping, like, jumping out to me. They're all, like, the significant ones. I'd As say. we go through the plot, they'll jump out. Yeah, we can start talking them more. Um, oh, actually, actually, um, 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 Montague, what's the mum called? Um, um don't know. Anyway, she's, she's played by, well, the actress who plays her also plays... Uh, um, Monica and Ross's mum and friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you hear that honk? 
Can you hear that from us? No, it's from mine. Oh, because we're... Are you by your... Well, I thought your road was quiet. It's not quiet. Ours is so noisy. There was this one standoff yesterday, only yesterday. No, Sunday. Yesterday? I don't know. One of no, Sunday or Sunday. And she sees two cars just down there, and they were just both for a good like twenty minutes. Neither of them were moving. Just just in the middle of the road. That's so pathetic. Yeah, yeah, that is pathetic. I won't be shocked if that happened at Arden's. To be fair, like when we first moved in, it was like lockdown, so we thought it was like a really quiet road. And since then, it's just gotten busy and busier as things have reopened. And now it's yeah, like we thought, yeah. I actually thought it was bad when we got here and then it just got worse. That's true. Really? So the first few days that we moved in, I cried because all I could hear was traffic. That is so funny. And I was you, not used you to like, it. See, I'm, I'm fairly used to it in Brighton because I'm also on quite a busy road, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, it's much quieter in that flat. In here, I'm not joking, these walls are paper thin. Like, we can hear, we can hear the same moped guy <laughs> coming past. You know what? I actually haven't heard from him I know it's because, it's because someone posted it on next door. Yeah. Right, yeah. you have next door. Anyone who lives in London, get this app. It's the most door. entertaining app. I made George about it the other day and she literally loves it. Next door. You can basically see all the complaints of people in your area. Yeah. Oh. And it's just people like, actually, a lot of it's like cats going missing or like cars being broken into, which is obviously. I bet, I bet we'll have like. Some of it's hilarious. And like, when you know what they're talking about, you're literally like, yes! Because I commented, I was like, I know who that is. He's definitely going over the speed limit. He's too noisy. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Get it. Yeah. And then I sent it to Jess and she was pissing us. Honestly, guys, download it if you're in London. It's It's got a green logo with an N on it. Mm-hmm. And just I'm join in on the banter. I'm downloading it as we... I've got a complaint. Someone will, will back you on that. Oh, someone's oh, definitely yeah. complained about us. I'm sure... We've had the council come over when we've just been literally listening to music. And the helicopters, I'm not joking, I can hear them. Oh, the helicopters are wild in London. I don't get wild. Speaking of which, actually, speaking of which and diving straight into the plot. Yes. You get thrown into this absolute mayhem going across the city with helicopters, news people, like, things going on. It it starts off with a TV, doesn't it? TV, yeah. yeah, the news the report. News, the news reporter, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, okay, right, what's going on? Is this, like, an apocalypse? Because that's how everyone's behaving. It's yeah. absolute madness. And you and you definitely don't think of Romeo and Juliet when you watch this opening scene. Because it's so modernised and it's so... It's just not what you expect to be no, Romeo yeah. and Juliet. Yeah. If, you, if you don't know what you're watching, if you don't know about Baslam, if you don't, you know, if you're literally watching it for the first time. You would think you'd be watching the wrong film for that. Think, for the first, especially yeah, for the first, the think, first film. Oh, minutes. this is a trailer. Yeah. And then you kind of get to... To... The, yeah, like all the, after all the establishingness, because it's almost like a yeah, it's almost like a trailer. You kind of see what happens in the film mm-hmm. in that yeah. first couple minutes. Sure. They, 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 they literally give you a full, they give you that, yeah. that full rundown. You kind of yeah, you see like there's these two families who have a feud, and you like call the Montecuci and Capulets, and then you're like, ah, oh, I know those names from classic literature from my English yeah. class in year eight. Classic. Mm. 
I just love all the buildings with like yeah. the typography and how the different styles separates the different families. Yeah. And yeah, you can just imagine that world, can't you? It was very much like that when, because I did the secret cinema, the Romeo and Juliet secret cinema, and they built these bits of the set and there was such a divide when you got there. So like half of the people at the secret cinema were told to be a Capulet and half of us were Montagues, I was Montague. So it's red versus blue. And we had like the bar with the, like the pool, was it the pool table or the gun shooting or something in the bar? And all yeah. the little details were there, the tip basket, blah, blah, blah. And then on the other side of the field was the Capulet like mansion and the parties and things oh, like that. So it's like, it was so cool. Whereabouts in London and was it? Like, it was in Acton. At Gunnersbury Park. Oh. Yeah, it was there. Our favourite place. Yeah, <laughs> but it was, honestly, guys, if you ever want to try a secret cinema, don't hesitate. Because even when you're on the tube, there'll be an actor there. <gasps> Do you know what I mean? The minute you step off, there'll be someone there dressed up. Oh this God. way, this way, walk this way. And, yeah, we all got an invite. We all got, um, you know, we tried to get into the Capulet Ball, but we weren't let in because we were Montagues. We were very gutted, actually. Speak, like, we, well, we tried to. There was a way that you could. You had to, like, read a poem and impress the Capulet to be let in. But it's really rare. So we were all there, like, begging Capulets to be let in. But we couldn't get in. The, the tickets were about 50 quid. And oh, we were oh, we were gutted. We were like, we want to go to this party. Yeah, but I we couldn't be go. So we just went back to our bar, like, oh, cool then. But oh, they, they say like, the Capulet's way more glam. Well, yeah. But no, the Montagues were fun. And we saw the fights. Like, there were actors just suddenly popping up. And, like, suddenly there was, like, gunfights, rap battles. It was mad. <laughs> but, nah, that. it was sick. And, and yeah, so they had, like, the buildings that you're talking about. And you know that, like, broken arch bit? That classic broken arch yeah. bit? That oh. was there. That was yeah. where they oh, showed the actual film on the screen. So, yeah. Did you guys watch it or did you just get drunk? We did actually watch it. We were fans. We were fans. We were there for a reason. We may have got a couple of drinks, but we were there to watch it. We did leave a little bit early, though, because, as we know, myself and Millie have been stranded at that park before. Yeah, we've um, got bad memories of that. And we had to go to Heathrow Airport because all the trains were... This is after the yeah. festival, so after we saw all the trains were, like, Charles not running. Charles and, be no. Ryan, mate, yeah. you were like at your mate's house. Dead yeah. world. I was dead. <laughs> we were like, Ryan, help us. My phone was on zero percent. The worst thing was it was Sunday service the next yeah. day. So instead of the first train yeah. home being at six, the first train home was at eight thirty. Yeah. So we had to go to Heathrow and wait in this random cafe. It was Cafe four, Nero. Twenty-four hour hour Cafe Nero and just wait without a charger. And my yeah. phone was on zero percent for five hours, and I don't know how it did that. I don't know how it did that. But as yeah. soon as I got on the train, it died. And I was like, okay, at least I know I'm on track this to get back it. to Brighton. <laughs> Wiping my glitter off my face with my, my makeup wipes. I just bought my sleep drug. What a nightmare. Oh, but anyway, yeah, we left early. But we all know the ending, so it's fine. But yeah, we saw great experience. Is the ending. Yeah. yeah. What's that? That's, someone, that's one of my neighbours, apparently, on one of these apps. <gasps> See? You get all these connections. Wow. Guys, get the app. Guys, You're going to get, get all the drama. Yeah. Um, what was I about to say? So, yeah, we did Secret Cinema, and, yeah, it had, like, all the elements that you'd expect. I went with my schoolmates. My earliest memory of Romeo and Juliet was studying it in year eight. Did you study it? Of course, yeah. Ryan I, didn't I study, I didn't it, study it, did it, you? No. 
Year eight. I, I really wish that I got some of my school books from Brighton and like read back at my like first thoughts of the film. That would have been so funny. Maybe in the next episode, but that is when we became obsessed with Leonardo DiCaprio. English year eight after Romeo Juliet. Yeah. That was the beginning for us. And then we'd watch Titanic once a year. It was like an annual thing. To be fair, like, watching this film takes me back to being it like, does, doesn't it? A child and just yeah. like not doing my homework and every yeah. and even when we were watching the film, so Ryan and Jess were like taking notes and I was like looking <laughs> over my shoulder like I should be taking notes. <laughs> like foreshadowing <laughs> Pathetic fantasy. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Our English teacher would be proud right now. Let's be real, I don't remember who it was anyway, right? actually she made that. But yeah, anyway, so yeah, we're sorry, go on. No, you go, you go, you go, you go. And it, I was about to say, anyway, you're thrown into this drama, you're looking at all these helicopters, police vans, God knows what, and then suddenly you're thrown into a petrol station, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A petrol station, indeed, where you meet and the And the camera angles are wild, it's wacky, it's, it's chaotic, it's erratic. the colours are insane. And you need to know, okay, this is Buzz. Yeah. Here we go. Let's yeah. let's have let, it, Baz. Let, let, let's the have it. Games begin. Um, and the colours, yellow yeah. first blue, is immediate. The colours become so mm. much more vivid mm. from like the opening scene. Yeah, that it's basically like blue versus red, but there's a lot of yellow versus blue. It's but there's also water versus fire throughout the whole film, so I guess it could like signify that mm. through the colour, but which um, is very interesting. And. You, you, I feel like that first minute at least it's like when you go and see a film say in like 3D or like I don't know something like that like yeah. when I saw Spider-Verse I was like the same so I was like this took a while to adjust to like this new style and it's like mm, I yeah. feel like it's similar for this because you're like you're trying to understand what they're trying to say and you're like oh it's all in Shakespearean oh yeah of course it is yeah and we did see that they they, they did use the original script but it was slightly modified but you know yeah. They stuck to it 400 years ago, you know. Cheers, William Shakespeare, mate. That's crazy. The English language was so different that long ago. Mm. And some of it is really hard to understand, to be honest. Like, But you're just there for the fun. You're just watching it. And there's so many amazing sets and outfits and characters that that's fine. If you don't understand the script, then you're right, because you've got all of this to look at. It's It's not... Yeah, it's it's a love story. Yeah. I mean, the dialogue certainly does carry it, but it's not the only element there. Whereas a lot of yeah, other films we spoke about on the podcast, it's purely dialogue or purely... Yeah, this one, this one no, is... It's, it's not boring. It's there's there's it, so yeah. much to look at. You don't even know where to look, actually, mm-hmm. with this. There's a lot going on for this one. Um, so, yeah, we're at the we're at the um, petrol station. There's you, You're kind of yeah, introduced to the Montague guys, the Capulets, uh, which is led by Juliet's cousin, Tybalt. Um, and you kind of see like the guns started to get drawn out and you're like, cool, the battle is about to begin. Um, the police start to arrive uh, to try, yeah. I guess, like break up the situation between between the two. However, that very much doesn't happen. And, and there's, as well as nuns, there's nuns. At this point, yeah. So there's nuns getting into like a bus or something. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They're like, like ah, yeah. and then like everyone's like ah. Yeah, this film is chaotic. The police. I feel like the police are so random. Like 
to see in this like Romeo and Juliet story I don't know it's just weird to me <laughs> it's like what what the hell the police they're just here chilling yeah and I feel like they they definitely don't control the families but equally when they do turn up it's like okay this shit's real I think they're too scared to choose sides mm. yeah that's true but I also feel like they are the middle ground of the whole film and they're they try and they try and balance them out mm. but they don't until right at the end really well I guess because of the story of Ro- Romeo and Juliet they can't change the course of the story yeah. that much yeah so yeah, they can, they can modernise elements, but the actual narrative, they have to try and find a way. Because I think they they wanted to solve... They didn't want to, like this film to be based... Like, be like inspired by Romeo and Juliet. They wanted it to be Romeo and Juliet. So they wanted mm-hmm. to tell the same like main story beat throughout. Yeah. I wrote in my notes, which is kind of weird to look back on today, um, the police equals God. <laughs> and I don't no. know what I was thinking there. But if you think about it, actually, the police are watching the whole thing play out, and so are we. That's true. And they're like this thing above the whole story, watching it and not not really change anything, but they do represent the right Well, I thing. guess, yeah, police are supposed to represent authority yeah, and justice. Yeah, and I suppose that note kind of makes sense. Mm. But when I, when I looked at it, I thought, bloody hell, what was I on that night? But... You were on my butter bean curry, that's what you were on. Yeah, we had a lovely curry, popcorn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good snacks that way. They were. But, yeah, and then... Drops the, drops the match. Tybalt, Tybalt drops the match at the gas station. Yeah, already we're seeing fire. Yeah, that's iconic. And in the background, I think there was um, a billboard saying, um, add fuel to your fire which completely works very well with this scene. And actually, fun fact, all of the billboards were hidden secret Shakespeare quotes, yeah. which is so cool. That's I wish I knew that when I was watching cool. it. I don't know if that one in particular is Shakespeare, maybe. Must be. But they all I'm, I'm no expert here, but yeah. But I love that. I think that's bloody good. And it's so, so yeah. cool. It's very, it's very clever. Um, to kind yeah, of it is really encompass it in every aspect, even in like the yeah. graphics around around the city. Yeah, you know, it's very well well thought out, and it's got that typography, it's yeah. got that advertising vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess after this initial craziness, we get we head down to the beach where we find out it's set in um, Verona Beach, so it's meant to be like Venice yes. Beach, Claire Verona, Verona, which is not a real place. Verona's a real place. Verona is. I've been there. Oh, fair. I've been to Chichester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Verona so. Beach, Verona Beach is. I don't think it's real. I think they. they oh no, are, it's not real. It's meant to be Venice Beach. I think it's Venice Beach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's meant to be it's Venice Beach. Oh, I wonder. I wonder if that's meant to be like a play. I mean, I don't doubt it is, but like Verona and Venice in Italy are really close together, so they're like having it called Verona Beach but it's actually but I thought Venice um, Beach. I thought that's in America Venice Beach is in yeah. LA yeah and that's what it's based off of but do you know what I mean like Venice in Italy is close to it could be any other beach but they chose that yeah they're next door to each other yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and that's where we get to see 
the first glimpse of Romeo Romeo, where are about Romeo? Is that who we see first, Romeo or Juliet? Oh no, we see Romeo first, um, and he's Romeo. and that's when he's look. He's um, he has eyes for uh, Rosaline. Rosaline, yeah. yeah. He's really like, yeah. Um, he's sort of doing his poems, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Where he's we doing learn. that. This is where we learn about the party as well, but the Capulets are having a big mansion night that night and they're like, let's it'll be banter if we go crash the party. Yeah, it's, boys. it's quite interesting the contrast between the fight we've just seen to then Romeo doing a bit of poetry. It's very like we've certainly seen that character before in in these podcasts. Yeah. That poet type character. It's true. Once again. Um and then we must get introduced to Juliet. That's which is one of my. This is one of my favorite sequences. She's um, obviously in the in the water. Isn't yeah, she? she's in the bath, yeah, which is that. interesting yes, because there is a lot of water. Yes, a yeah. lot of people in water so as well. In fact, she looks dead when you first see her, which I think is very symbolic. Because she is, she, her eyes are wide open in the water, mm. and you're like, "Lol, what the hell?" Yeah. No, <laughs> so no spoilers about the ending, though. We won't spoil the ending of Romeo and Juliet. Cause I'm sure no one knows how this goes. Mm, yeah, and she's in the white dress, yeah, and it's very, very like angelic. religious. Yeah. she's being baptized. Yeah, that's very true in the water. And then you hear Juliet, 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 yeah. Juliet. He loves us. He loves us. Who? Our ex neighbours downstairs. Oh, Nelly, Nelly, Nelly. God. Yeah, she's she's very much one of those characters. So yeah. basically, we used to have a very noisy family downstairs, and I feel like Norman had just checked out this relationship because Jan was always Norman, Norman. Yeah. And when we're famous, that they might hear this. That's <laughs> true. I should. But you know what? understand the dynamics and then do we head into the party scene pretty much it's, it's pretty Quite early on it's, it's very early on yeah so when we get introduced to Juliet we understand there's like a party happening at their house mama's getting dressed up as Cleopatra um yeah cool Juliet is going for the angel um angel. and then yeah we yeah. see that um the the, the boys um, all want to go and Romeo's like nah but then he's like oh Rosaline's going so I want to go yeah 
Yeah. Who is Rosaline? Do we ever meet Rosaline? Um, I don't know. We do. Yeah, we do. I'm sure we do. Yeah, I'm sure we do. But that's who, like, he loves at this point. Yeah. Is writing poems about her and stuff until he sees Juliet. Yeah, and then yes, yeah, so we get to the oh before the party we see. Uh, you want to help me the name? Mercutio? Oh, sorry. One second. Could we rewind? It's the bit where Juliet, like, is in the bath and, like, comes out of the water. I think there is actually a scene change to Leo washing his face in water, which I thought was quite interesting at the time. What, back to back? So it's like, yeah, I think so. Okay. Or, or at some point that happens anyway. Yeah. But yeah, no, carry on. Oh, no, I just want to say we go to Mercutio. M- M- Mercutio, Mercutio, Mercutio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the one who's got? No, I feel like that must have said it right. He's so trendy, like Mercutio. Well, he's the one who's got the tickets to the party. He's all doled up, um, and he's the one who gives. And they all lit. They've all got the. They all, they all, they all, and then they all take a tab of um, I don't know, acid. Mm. I don't know something like that. Because then they're all wild up and like. I guess it's as they begin to trip, so do we, because the party scene is popping. It's popping, popping, popping. It is, and they're all in there. They How did they get in, anyway? Like, did they just... Well, they had masks. They had masks. They had masks on. Wasn't there bouts on the door, though? There was. There was a leader. He had an invite. He had a physical invite to get them in. Oh, yeah, sure. You know what? This is... We met some girls um, on Friday, for Saturday evening, Saturday night, um, outside mm-hmm. the bar and we were talking to them for like 10 minutes and they sent they're like oh we're having a party like this coming Friday you guys should come and we gave them mm-hmm. our numbers um, and one of them added Nafi on Insta um, and they but we've both been contacted separately but they've they've sent us like a video there's like there's a video and a list of like rules for their party on Friday go yeah. on what's the rules of like when the, okay I'll read, I'll read them out it's really wild um so the rule it's not rules but it's like this is your this is this is what it looks like um and it says oh, like wow, this is your official it. invitation to our summer party friday the 13th of august point one is if you want to bring anyone to the party you have to ask because there will be a get a guest list with all the names only bring good vibes energy and bottles dress code gales uh, gals come looking like a snack and mandem come looking drippy no tracksuits allowed if you're unable to attend, please let us know in advance so as there's other people on the waiting list. DJ punch, Jeez. snacks and shots will be there. More info will come closer to the delays. If you don't reply to the story, you'll be removed and unable to attend. No dead energy. Um, and this is the video. Oh, Yeah. I feel like that is what they've done in this film. That's what they had their little Instagram story and Snapchat video. Yeah, exactly. Day of Instagram, you reply to the story. Yeah, you're fucked. Dead energy. Dead energy. No days. No dead energy. No days. 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 No Lord. What does drippy mean? What does drippy mean? What does drippy mean? I don't know. I don't know what's worse. I've got, I've got, I've got until Friday to decide. Just get a mask. 
Drinking. I don't think it's that type of party. Yeah, okay, we'll get a mask. We'll do a Romeo. <laughs> it's droopy. Like, Can I just do that? Skinny jeans. I don't know. Should I Google? Yeah. Yeah. Droopy outfit. I feel like it's like skinny jeans, uh, a belt, okay. shirt, top So I, like, what's coming up? Like, it's like it's like jeans, but like skinny jeans, but also a bit of bagginess to them. With like okay. a shirt, a belt, yeah. sneakers. So you need to just be looking fly, looking fly. Like just like kind of they it's kinda of like Justin Bieber vibes. Like you know, streetwear. Sorted, okay. Oh don't worry, Ryan, haven't you done that before with your wig? Zaka from wig. <laughs> you can just use that. Have you still got it? No, unfortunately. <laughs> I would love to. Oh, I'm dying. I'm dying my hair for the party on on Saturday. I haven't, and I'm going. Hello. I have to go. Well, I need to go pink because my hair's dark. I've decided to just go semi permanent. So I'm gonna pink hair for like two What's weeks. What's your character? Yeah, what is your character? Oh, I'm not gonna say. Surprise. Okay. Surprise. I Ryan, I don't know what to come as. Do you not? No, Let's do some research. I have no idea. Keep it surprise. A surprise. Just, just say surprise. She knows exactly what she'll be. Don't worry, it's a surprise. Yeah, okay. Okay. I mean, I can't surprise me. Yeah, I think to be honest, I don't know what anyone's going as because everyone's like, it'll be a surprise. So we'll see. I'm sure there's gonna be an array of. Everyone's just as disorganised as me then. Yeah, yeah. We 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 literally were like, cool. We're having a party this weekend. We need to really prepare. Because, like, the last, like, for yeah. birthday, we, like, really went into it. But here we're now, like, cool. But I think this means we're going to probably go even more because it's going to be such, like, a chaotic last last minute, the Ooh, decoration. Cleopatra. Cleopatra. That's not really 90s, but... No. Where's animation as well? What do you reckon the theme was for um, the Capulet Ball? It was just fancy dress, like miscellaneous, classic fancy It'll be anything. Dress. Yeah. I feel like it was, there was an astronaut, an angel, yeah. Cleopatra. A knight. I can't remember any, anything else. A knight. But I remember you saying, I remember you saying, oh, the astronaut and the and the angel was like man versus nature. Not nature, but oh, man yeah. versus, yeah, yeah, nature. And it was like, just weird. Oh, A really gosh. weird contrast. And you think, okay, yeah, they're not like they're not they're not a match. Mm. Yeah, because she was with was it Paul is it Paul Rush? Yeah, yeah. he was the yeah, astronaut, right? Yeah, he was dressed as the astronaut and then they were trying to match her up who's dressed as an angel with him. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's like man versus nature. It was like me, that doesn't even go. Yeah. And then how how does Leo first see first see Juliet then? So they come you, up know. the toilets <laughs> and they see each other. You know what, guys? Actually, right here, I'm going to insert the um, the song. Other in a full on fish tank. <laughs> 
fish tank. Fish tank. I, I, um, don't you have a little story about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that um, there were, they like Baz was trying to find a way. They didn't actually know how they wanted Romeo and Juliet to meet. Um, mm-hmm. And they were at like a bar, a club one night. Him and I think one of the producers. And there's a to- there's literally like a fish tank in between the toilets. So like the men's and the women's, you don't like. They're not next to each other. There's literally a wall which is a fish tank. Um, and they were like, wow, that's how they should meet. Mm. Both staring into the fish tank, which is another water, maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's another water thing. And it's also the best sound, it's the best piece of music throughout the whole film. Yeah. And you know what, guys, actually, a bit of it is in our intro, so listen out for it. It's true, you can get the a little clip of it. The best right. bit, that, like, that little piano bit. And the song is um, Desiree Kissing You. And it's that it's that lovely bit in the middle with the piano, and you can see them running around the whole party, sort of chasing each other basically, and then boom, they're face to face at some point, I believe. Maybe I've made that up. That I think yeah, they're face to face, and they try, and then they um, we kind of have a few like little montages of the party, and you see you see um, what's his face dressed as the devil. Yeah, Tibor. Tibor as the devil. Um, we find out a bit more about Paul Rudd as the astronaut. Um, and then we. I love how we're just calling him Paul Rudd. Yeah, right? we, don't, we don't know who's actually David. David. I think he's called David, isn't it? Ah, David. <laughs> David. Um, Dave. He's called Dave. Dave. Um, and then we have the iconic elevator chase. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? They have a lot of kissy, don't they? A lot of kissy kiss. It's where they have their first kiss in the elevator and then the nurse sees and the elevator goes down and then the mum runs upstairs and it's chaos. Yeah, it's just absolute chaos at this point because they're like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. But they don't know each other as a monster in a calculator, do they? Not yet. But then they do because then they see... Who their mates are, and there's a bit of commotion, isn't there? What what happened? Nothing. Well, the there's nurse, a little bit of a. The nurse, she's the one who reveals it to Juliet, and she's like, "You can't go there. That's un. That's terrible." Isn't there a fight actually. in the crowd with Tibble or some something little? Oh, something there's, there's, little, there's, little, there's little there's little snig, isn't there? Mm. Um, and they I feel they... like it's so classic. Like we always choose the wrong men, don't we? And she's fallen for him. Yeah. yeah. Uh oh! Literally, he's literally the only guy she can't be with. Yeah, yeah. And what has she done? She set herself up here. It's true. Um, and then yeah, they kind of all leave. She goes. She's up in her bedroom, and then we see that Romeo. Romeo has not left, and he's gone to the. Not left. No, he's gone to the. Is swim- he by the swimming pool? He's at the swimming pool. Oh, this bit's here. Yeah, looking up. Um, and he hears her come out onto the balcony talking to someone. Um, and he's hiding underneath, listening in. And then he climbs up when he realises she's alone. Stalkerish vibes, actually, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Um, well, very much so. It is, but like, yeah, very... Ooh. Very Gatsby vibes. Yeah, 
It is yeah. very Gatsby, actually. And also, there's like a bit of jeopardy because like they're looking at the CCTV. Yeah. Yeah, there's somebody on the CCTV. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't remember that bit. Oh yeah. Um, and you think they're gonna get caught? Um, this is kind of when they. I'm pretty sure she confesses her love for him first. She's like, I love you. And he's like, wow. Um, but is this constantly how on the party night? This is all the party night still. This is all that night. Oh my God. And she warns him that he's in danger. Um, but he's like, it's fine. We'll never get caught. It'll all be cool. He falls into the pool and he falls in like a cross formation because there's a lot of cross Yeah, notices. which again is very foreshadowing. It's water again, it's drowning, yeah. it's death, it's water putting out the fire, blah, blah, blah. Um, and she kind of like gets into his head, I'm pretty sure. And he like conspires with him about getting married. Like if we're going to get married, let's get married tomorrow. Let's just do it. Um, and then they fall, they fall in the pool again, don't they? After they say they love each other, they fall into the pool. Yeah, and the nurse sees it all. So it's like, the oh. The nurse sees it's... everything. She's the, only, she's the only person yeah. that knows of this going on. Um, and then we go... It's to... like they literally fall in love into this. And can we just talk about how beautiful that scene is? Like the swimming pool, oh, the fairy lights, the, the Italian the vibe, the plants, the vines. Yes, very Verona. Yeah, the is uh, yeah they go and there's a, a little bit under yeah because then they then they're getting it on in the pool like yeah in, like the cavey the cavey bit um where the security yes. can see um security security <laughs> do we have anything else to say about this scene or should you... I don't because the next scene is when um Romeo goes to visit Father Lawrence yeah um who, he's a legend yeah, i love this guy he, he's a herbologist he's a priest um he's literally an all-rounder and he's the one and he's the one who's like cool i will i will do it i will consent to you guys getting married um and yeah. hopes that it could that's his dad right that is his dad we were like trying to figure this out no it's well. not it's not his dad it's just like an old old family oh, no oh um, and, and he hopes he hopes that it will like resolve the family feuds, them two getting married. Um, yeah. And Romy tells the nurse. So like the nurse and Father Lance are the only two who know of this at this point. Yeah. Um so she whispers. Yeah, 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 yeah. She kind of gets it all ready for um on Juliet's side and then they have their I'm pretty sure this then they have their wedding. Like, just when it's just them four. Mm-hmm. And the nurse attends. Yeah. She's a little... But she wears, she wears a lot of red, the nurse. Yeah. And I feel like that symbolises danger. Yeah, that's true. Because, obviously, like, they are children at the end of the day and she is looking after them. And she thinks she's doing the right thing, but actually... Is the nurse a capulet? Um, she is. Well, she just chilling. Yeah, because okay. she is a capulet. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like, yeah. She's Reg- not a capulet by blood, but she's a capulet because she works for them. 
Red is interesting there because, like you say, it's danger, it's blood, it's death, but it's also it is also love. It's also it's, so it's very much like that that battle once again. I've got it written down that it was golden hour as well when they got married. Wow, <laughs> the dream. <laughs> That's actually such a good idea. I'm, I'm taking notes. What, getting, getting married yeah. at, getting married at golden hour that's perfect yeah they get married trying to find... there we go wow um yeah. and then I mean, we, we see that Tybalt has been searching for romeo um trying to trying to start a fight he wants a bit of beef he wants the drama um mm. And he ends up having a fight with Mishu, Mimu, him, M, and the rest of the Montagues um, in, until, or like when Romeo arrives, uh, because he wants revenge and wants to chat to Romeo. Who? Lucretio? Is it Lucretio? Lucretio, yeah. So Tybalt's Tib- been searching for Romeo and then he kind of, he wants beef, he wants to fight at this point. Yeah. Um, he wants beef. Obviously, Romeo is Romeo where maybe he would have been for the fight, but now he's just married Juliet. He's like, I don't want to fight with her cousin. Um, and it it ends up being pretty brutal. This scene, the very intense scene, it's very pretty, like how they shot it, very nice. It's on the beach, um, but we do have. Um, quite the casualty with a blade of no. blade of glass, don't we? Oh no. Literally my least favourite scene I'd say. Really? Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's just like any fight like it could have been avoided. Yeah, there's no there's no need for it. No need for it whatsoever. But yeah we lose my I can't say his name, There we go. He's gone. He dies. Um, he literally dies in Romeo's arms. In Romeo's arms. Um, yeah, and he like doesn't really have a side, so it's he kind was, of like yeah, that was like the sad the thing. Ground. That was the sad yeah. thing. He was so like he was just one of the He was a good vibe. energy, like, good vibes, I good did. energy. He wasn't. He but was then, good energy. But I think it is a significant death because suddenly they're like, why now the innocent are like dying? Come on, we need to sort of stop this, but it's yeah. not quite enough. Um, fun fact, a hurricane actually hit when they're filming that scene, for real, just when Mikishio says the line, a plague on both your... Really? Is that the line? That's what I've written, so... Because I was thinking, like, these are amazing camera effects. Sorry, sorry, not horses, what the hell? Houses. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, I remember well, the CGI, the VFX. I know, it's like 1994 or whatever. This yeah, is so amazing. So realistic. So about wind, but but yeah, yeah, there was a hurricane. Yeah, there was a hurricane, and they couldn't film for four days, I think. And That's then when crazy. they came back, they had to sort of like try and recreate it. <laughs> did you did you see that fact about the um, hairstylist? Yeah, the hair. Well, the hairstylist got kidnapped. What? And held for ransom of what three hundred dollars? Three hundred dollars at the hotel. Dollars. At, at a hotel. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the um, 
one of the key hairstylists uh all day yeah 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 so they got they got they got kidnapped and held for ransom and they said that the um i don't know the bandits uh called called them was like you can have them back for three hundred dollars um and so uh the key the key uh, makeup artist had to go down with the cash to a hotel holds it and throws them in the bag and then they throw him out the car and he broke his leg the hairstyle yeah break the leg yeah that is that is yeah. mad this isn't it 300 is not a lot no they could have gone a bit higher yeah but i guess but then maybe they were like oh sorry we don't have the budget for that you'll have to go i guess she would pay 300 i think you got kidnapped i would pay 300 pounds for you but 700 i'm not sure especially since you're only housemates as well so if you're a bit close to friends it might be She'd, she'd think you were lying and she'd be like, you just want like, a necklace or something. Don't you? Yeah. I mean, if you were first... Jess ain't kidnapped, don't be stupid. No, she <laughs> loves you. She said, if you've got a tattoo with Jess, I'd let you get a I love that. Shout out to Jess. Shout out to Jess. Who's my mum? My mum. We've got the same name. Yeah. Really? Well... That's crazy. But yeah, like, 300 quid... For a for a filmmaking team, you know. Oh, I don't know how much. It, it's, wait, it's that's Australian money though as well. Yeah, what is the money with the S and the line through it? Dollars. That is dollars. That's yeah. dollars, but it's, but it's, it's Australian dollars. Oh, is that it? What have everyone got to be different then? Yeah, wait. What why do we have to have different money in different languages? Oh, what was I going to say? So in in um, nineteen. In 1997, the British pound to the Australian dollar was. Do you know that's quite crazy because oh, everything was, is a lot more expensive. It was, than it was triple. So that's, that's about a grand. They were asking for about a thousand pounds. Oh, and that was in the 90s, so that was probably... No, no, no. Why not before? Then you should have bought a house with that in the 90s. But yeah. right now, that's our rent each, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's just each. like... I wonder how they got kidnapped. Like, how did they... What I'm picturing is just the jokes thing, like, the most weird thing, like, the hairstylist in the, in the little, like, Van thing. Something they just get like suddenly just get like zoop, like and their hair, the hair is like zoop, and like suddenly they're like zoop. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it must have been terrifying. So if you don't want to make fun of it, if, yeah. if anyone is listening, you yeah, especially you, Aldo. Daddy, Aldo. Wait, what's the name? Aldo Signor- Signoretti. At least they paid it, innit? Like, yeah. imagine, like, imagine, imagine being like, mm, no, we don't need the hairstylist. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There was a so, hurricane. Aldo yeah. Signorotti is an Italian makeup artist. He's been nominated three times for the Academy Awards for Best Makeup. Woo! Mm-hmm. Which was for Moulin Rouge, Apocalypto, and Il Divo. Ooh, wow. Okay. He's a known guy then. He worked on Gangs of New York. He worked on Zoolander. Oh, wow. Zoolander too. I actually love those films. A lot of Italian movies. Wow. Romeo and Juliet. 
Interesting. Where he, I'm surprised. Like he, he's been working a lot. I would have been like, I'm having a year off of being kidnapped. When was he born? So is that from her in '97? He looks old. His first ever job was in '72. Oh, so he was old when they kidnapped him. Yeah, he was. He was. It's that was seventy two. He was at least. Oh, um... oh my god, that's well sad actually. Yeah, he was like at the back of the lunch. Oh my god. Oh, he was born. Yes. He was born in the fifties. So yeah, he was been like. Yeah, he would have been like forty five. Forty five fifty. Can't imagine that now. He looks really sweet as well. Oh, actually, that's so sad. Well, big up to him. Let me show you a photo. Well done. well done for the getting through it, to be honest. Because uh, I don't think I'd be impressed. Oh, you got a snapshot. Stop. That's him. Who did it? What bastards? Yeah, should I Google who kidnapped all those But how, why would they do that? Anyway, like, were they probably just watching it from the back seat? Like, oh, look, they're filming over there. Should we just quickly nick one of the hairstyles? Well, I guess there wasn't like internet fraud back in the day, so they had to do it old school. Yeah. And whip people off the yeah. streets. Internet fraud. <laughs> internet. Or I like how I said, I like how I call them bandits. It's just a gang, isn't it? That's yeah, the word. that's true. It was like a bandit stole, stole him. Bandits. <laughs> that's so like American. But yeah, so that happens. Yeah, it doesn't don't say, know at what point in the film that happened, but it doesn't probably say, in the middle of the hurricane. It doesn't say how it happened. It's probably like, oh, now's our chance. The hurricane is finally here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon that happened on the same day as the hurricane? Yeah, it can't have done, but it might have done. You don't know. It kind of can. So yeah, there were certainly struggles filming this, which yeah, definitely they, reflects the chaos of the film itself. They had a lot, a lot. They had to, a lot. They had to fight. Um, but yeah, so. He died. Okay, let's get back to the narrative. Otherwise, we'll be here till like. Yeah, like you've been swept in hurricane. Yeah, yeah really does. Um, Romeo's angry. He's sad. He's emotional. <laughs> He's got a lot of stuff going through his head. Um, he races his car. He crashes with Tybalt, doesn't he? Yeah, because he's literally like, this ends now, this ridiculous life. Yeah. He live his life at this point, but he can't. I need more water. Okay. And then... I'm just going to get some water. You guys keep chatting away. I mean, everyone's going to get water. <laughs> Sorry, I was all listening. It's all right. I'll just, I'll just chat to the guests. Hey, guys, how's it going? <laughs> now, see, I came prepared. I've got my glass of water by my feet. These two... You know, going off in the middle of the podcast to get a glass of water. That's just that's rude, isn't it? Keeping keeping them waiting. Honey, you've got to stay hydrated. You get, well, you also don't spill your water all over the uh, furniture. Does <laughs> that actually happen? I was like, yeah, it just happened. Oh, people is wet. I wonder when that happened because I wonder if the guests will be able to tell me you were laughing. I know <laughs> that was a little. Context, guys, merely spilt water earlier. But no one said anything for some reason. <laughs> we don't. We just get to like, like the rug. I feel like you just looked at me slightly disappointed. Said, <laughs> 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 lol. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. 
something for Ryan now, guys. Classic. Actually, that's not classic. It's usually great for us, but I'm just going to water and mist in this moment. I prepared water. You've barely drank any of your water. I think that's because I've been chatting shit the whole time. Oh, it's filtered as well, your one. Yeah. So it's like taking actually a bit of time to uh, go through. Have you given up with the filtered water? I don't like it. I thought you started. Because you were filling up the glass bottle and putting it in the fridge. Well, I thought, well, I paid half of this, so I may as well use it. Mm. But it's just more effort than it's worth. I don't believe it's even doing it, really. It just changes the flavour. I don't even like the flavour of it. I think it tastes like bottled water. You know, I don't love that, personally. It just takes out the... Um, it tastes very weird when you leave it as well. The chlorine thing. And I like to have, like, a glass of water by my bed. Why do I sound like I've got a blocked nose now? To be fair, I woke up like that. And I was like, oh, do yeah. I go and get the vaccine today? It's the Delta. Shut it's not. Earlier, basically, Millie went to get her vaccine, right? I was there as well because I wanted to get my second one early. But I can't. I have to literally wait one week until it's eight weeks to get it. I think, they were, I think they were running out. That's why they didn't let you do it a week I don't advance. know because when I was Googling on the way, there is definitely a thing about that, like not being allowed. Mm. But um, and some of them offer, some of them will offer um in between the eight weeks but some of them don't and that unfortunately was not one of those as in the bus yeah the buses don't offer it yeah the buses walking centers whatever because she was like oh this isn't um this one's only eight weeks this one's eight weeks or something like that so i was like oh okay this one but uh, obviously i've got my second one booked in two weeks but i'm in brighton Mm. so it means coming back up for the day to go get it but what i might do is actually cancel that when I'm back the following week, just go to the bus. Yeah. On the Tuesday or Wednesday. And we'll work. Because then it won't ruin that. my week either. Yeah. We'll work, let you have that off again. Yeah, it'll be fine. Even though today was just a bit taken piss. Did I you def- tell them? I did. And then I got, yeah, I got back and I was like, they didn't even let me have it. But that really did take a chunk out of my day, to be honest. Mm. Hence why I was working about half an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, next time I do that, I'll just do it quickly. Or I'll go to the day where it's on our road, the Wednesday, rather than the Tuesday. No, it was so it's cute, such a though, because you, like, waited for me. No! Okay, I couldn't so... leave you, you were bloody crying. <laughs> you didn't know I was crying. You didn't Hello? know I was crying. Basically, I went in the van, and I don't know what happened. I don't know what came over, over me, but after it happened, I just went on period. Sorry, the context, that ride's here right now is you going to a van, yeah. not knowing what happened, and so crying. The vaccine, the vaccination bus. So the nurse, there was like about two two people. There was a woman outside the van. There was a guy in the van, and Jess said that suddenly they all started to look over at her. Like as if they were like, what's like? They were like looking at me, and I was thinking, why are you looking at me? Like, what's Millie doing then? What's she done? (laughs) What's happening? And they kept up, yeah, looking at me like, yeah. And I was sort of like, what? I'm eating my sandwich on the grass. <laughs> and I could see you through the window, but I couldn't really see you because it was like tinted windows. Yeah. And I just thought, what's going on in that van now then? Why are you looking over at me? I was like, do you want me I to know. like come in? Like, 
I was like, am I needed here for some reason? Honestly, I came out and you told me this and you said, I thought, what's she done in there? <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Oh, it's funny though. Yeah. It's funny. It was, it was hilarious. Actually, live in the whole. It, it was straight to me, all started laughing. I thought, oh, okay. <laughs> Something's going down now. Really? <laughs> in yeah, so Romeo's like, like in the car, we're in the car chase, so Romeo's like trying to find Tybalt, um, and that's when he gets banished from Fair Verona by the captain. Like, yeah. the oh the my god! Yeah. The police basically run him out. They really, really do. Oh, and, so um, do. They give him an ultimatum, don't they? They're, they're like, you're going to be dead. Father Lawrence has to like protect away. him as well. He has to yeah. he's not there, has to like put him into hiding and we're like wow where's Romeo he's gone they have to just go away until the heat kind of dies down till it's like okay for him to come back yeah. um he's also injured he's got lots of cuts this is where he wears Father Lawrence's iconic uh, iconic shirt which I want which I have what <laughs> I tried to buy one in Brighton Lanes and then I sold it. it was, I mean, it wasn't identical like your one, but I, I tried. And I'm annoyed that I didn't buy that, Ryan, because it was only £45, but I was broke at the time. I, I could mean, afford it. £45 when you're broke. Well, I know, that's what I mean. I literally didn't have a job. Well, you, you, you know no, what? Was, my, my biggest life is not buying the I was on furlough when you bought that. The Lilo and Stitch Hawaiian shirt. Because I was like, it's too expensive, and it was like forty pounds on eBay, and I was like, I, and I was, I was unemployed. Yeah, I, I wish I just bought it. Oh no, but you look back and say that about the time. It's yeah. true. You can't yeah, live life right. by regret. To be fair, yeah. But that is my biggest regret: not buying the Lilo and Stitch Hawaiian shirt. Um, well, that's literally my situation with that shirt. Yeah, but at least I have um, it, so you can borrow it. Yay, thanks. <laughs> That's the first one. Oh, sorry, did Ryan buy it? The one that you wanted? Yeah. I no, told no, 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 no. I sent well, I was aware of it. Ryan sent it to me and like, yeah, yeah, you should get one as well. Like it was on pre was It was like, it was I on pre Yeah. It was like £65, wasn't it? It was, it, was, it, was, it was very, I think it was like 60 And I was like, mm, But it's nice. I wish I, I got one size slightly bigger because it, it fits me perfectly. But I kind of yeah. like them oversized, but uh, it's like, you see, it's the exact Oh, yeah, yeah. it's literally perfect. Very I wish nice. I got that and then went to the secret cinema. People would have been fucking jealous. It's called, it's called Fairfield Pop. Yeah, and it was limited edition. It's cosy. Which is where the problem lies. I used to be obsessed with wearing shirts back in the day, but... And then I just, like, stopped. I actually... It was, it was a very, like, Brian thing. I, I actually have one and I was going to wear it for this. Uh, but you're oh, saying... You're just a little cute... I've got the gun! Out. I've got the gun. I made the gun for the Leo party because I was meant to do it. Because I was that for Secret Cinema. Mm. I did it for the Leo party. And I basically got a toy gun from Poundland. 
and printed off like the Jesus person or Mary or whoever it is and put it on the garden, painted the garden just to like try and replicate it. Did the tattoos on the fingers, classic. Dress loves a bit of fancy dress. I love fancy dress. I live for it. But Monsky was so fun to dress up as. And the cross necklace. Anyway, yeah, that's the film, that's the film. Where are we? So, Leo vanished. vanished. We don't he's in a desert location. God, he's not in Fairbairn anymore. It's all kicking off, you know. Um <laughs> Father Lawrence and the nurse, they're trying to... What's happened? So isn't isn't he in the caravan in the desert? Yeah, yeah. Juliet's the nurse. The nurse comes to inform, um, uh, you know, like, his wife's waiting for him. Um, uh, yes, it's the the caravan scene when he... This is when she sends the letter. Was that um, yeah, what happens to that letter? That letter literally is what ruins this entire, like, not in film, but like, yeah. it's that it's the fumes which causes the. the it reminds me of Royal Mail. I'm not gonna lie. Isn't? Are you didn't go post What happened to Depot? Oh my Depot! Oh uh, yeah, I said. Oh, oh my like, god, oh, Millie's off delivering a Depot in person. That was yeah. nothing to do with Royal Mail, but. No, that was my... So, basically, this girl was like, I'm going on holiday, I really need this bag. I live, like, near you, will you drop it off? It's like, yeah, no problem. So, she's in a taxi on the meter, and she's like, I'm going to Notting Hill, I'll meet you here. And I'm like, I'm not here yet, I'm really sorry. And she's like, yep, I'm on the taxi, I'm on the meter, where's your nearest station, I'll go near there. So, then she went to Ladbroke Grove, and then, you know, we were just getting really arsy with each other. But then when we actually saw each other, it was typical girls like, hi, how are you? Yeah, yeah just normal, normal. And then, yeah, hopefully she'll give me well, a good feedback. What weird situation for her to be like, I'll get a taxi and you have to drop it off, like... That's what was so weird, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. it sounds like someone out of this film. you in cash, or is it just all online? It, it was through Depop, and I was, well, I'm a bit... I was a bit worried that she might say, oh, it's not been delivered because there's no sort of evidence. But we, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, because the whole way she wanted to meet in a different place and yeah, she wouldn't have known where she lived, couldn't go and kidnap her or anything. So yeah, she like, kept on changing her location and I was like, is it, are they going to kidnap me? Like, well, <laughs> like, the, like the hair, like the hair artist. Exactly. And there's always Depop drama. That's, so, that's, that's like, I've never heard anyone have that before on Depop. That's very crazy. Yeah, I think Where Are You, the taxis on the meter is Depop yeah. drama. Oh my God, bitch. Mm. Send it to that good Instagram. Please do it. That deep overheard Depop. Um, um, like, I'm sorry, but why can't people just be normal and get the tubes? Why are people getting Ubers and taxis everywhere? Hold on. Is Tibbo dead? Tibbo dies, yeah. In the, uh, when did he die? He doesn't die. He just Does gets he... injured in the car. No, 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 he's dead. no. Um, he um, he did die. Le- Leo. Wow, did Romeo kills him. Yeah, Romeo kills him. Oh, and that's why Romeo gets banished. Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, that little... But anyway, yeah, Romeo's banished. The the person with the letter. 
words in that letter. Hmm. Well, it's the plan. It's in the letter. It's the plan, um, plan we, which is what Father, Father Lawrence sends it there. He's like, this is what we're going to do. This is how we get you out of this situation. Oh, yeah. Juliet's family are like, you're going to marry poor us. Regardless of what you want, you are marrying Yeah. Um, and she's obviously devastated. And this is when, like, um, and she, yeah, she basically, she refuses to. And that's when her dad, like, gets angry um, and threatens to, like, renounce her. Um, even her mom and the nurse try to intervene, trying their best to convince her that it's, a, you know, it's what her dad wants and it's going to be the best for her. Yeah. Um, and that's when she goes to Father Lawrence because she kind of has to trust in him because he's, you know, he's, yeah. he's one of the only other ones she can trust because he knows about them too. Um, and that's when he, yeah, he comes up with the plan that um, of Juliet faking her own death. Uh, Get out of that marriage. Yeah, like a 24-hour death. Um, and when she's, when, when, when she's dead, she can then run off with and unite yeah, with Romeo. Disappear, leave the bloody mayhem. So she, the plan kicks off. She drinks, she drinks the formula, and it kind of puts her into the death-like coma. Um, she's declared dead in her bedroom, and then very much soon after, she goes that she's at the funeral. Um, she's meant to have the funeral, and then that's the that. most beautiful thing, right? It's got all these lovely candles, candles neon lights. Everyone's insane. dressed up. Like if I'm having a funeral, I want it to be this. I want yeah, to be there. I want she it like to be show a performance. I want there to be live orchestras, operas. Yeah. Like it literally created the golden hour in that room. Yeah, it was one of those candles. It was it's possibly one of the most iconic lighting setups cinemas ever experienced do you know what i mean that i blue, wonder if that it, blue was it real candles do you, think? you think it was real candles yeah fire. oh i reckon 100 real candles yeah fire it's got okay, that water, it to life, like, so there's so many yeah so many and also they would have had to film it quickly because they would have all been like yeah yeah um so anyway so yeah, yeah. We're at, we're at her funeral. however 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 Stuff Ooh, does not go smoothly. It doesn't go to plan because one thing which was not meant to happen was little old Romeo was not meant to come. He was not meant. Well, no, it wasn't even him. It was what's his face, Bal Balazar. It's not Balazar. But, but do you know who I'm talking about? Him. He's kind of cute. <laughs> oh, oh, one of the Montagues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the one who learns about her death and the funeral, and he's the one who goes to inform Romeo yeah. before the letter arrives. Yeah. Because Royal Mail was shit, yeah. so the so the message didn't get to Leo. Um, so he so he thinks, oh my god, Juliet's dead. So he now rushes, I need to go and see. Regardless of what, he rushes back to Verona. He misses Just the letter. Of he misses the letter that Father Lawrence had said, which is going to be like yeah. basically just saying, "Yo, Juliet's taken poison, but it's fake. She's in a coma. Yeah. She'll be back. She'll be soon. Yeah, in twenty four yeah. hours, she'll be back on business." Um, yeah. So he kind of. He kind of gets to Verona and he he gets his own, um, he goes to the dodgy part of the town, gets his own poison. Um, yeah. Which I guess is like in the back of his head, it's like, his, it's the worst case scenario. It's like, he's like, cool. Um, yeah. Uh, the, 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 the captain, the chief of police, or what, he's called the captain, I'm pretty sure. Captain something. The, I'm the pretty chief sure of, he's called God, yeah. God, I think God. Uh, <laughs> oh no 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 no! He's called Prince. Uh, is he Captain Prince? 
I'm pretty sure. Oh, I, I like that. I prefer, that. I kind of prefer God, I'm not going to lie, but um, he, then there's a big chase and they, they unsuccessfully capture Leo as he runs into the funeral place. Yeah. Um, Father Lawrence is like unaware that, that Leo is, that is, discovers that Leo is unaware of the plans. Uh, but he's too he's too late. He's already in the state. He knows what he's doing. Um, Romeo, yeah, he he's in the church. He sees Juliet. Looks, looks adorable. Oh, and now we have possibly, possibly one of the most iconic moments in cinema history is when Romeo walks down that aisle with yes. the blue neon cross lights, the candles everywhere, that little cut on his cheek, the cut on his cheek which is reflecting yeah. the blue light. Incredible. Um, yeah. He bids his farewell. He sends his love. He's like, Adios, Julia. I loved you. Um, and he's going to down that poison. And as he downs that poison, we see a little eye twitch. We see Juliet coming out of her coma as Romeo. Well. Mm. Romeo goes into his chemic, chemically chemical poison. Um, and that was the last time they were ever alive together. Because then, very quickly, uh, he's dead. And Juliet is like, yikes. Yikelino, my husband is gone. He's out. Um, so she picks up his gun and she does it. And they're both alive. They see each other. Pardon? And he realizes what he does. Is that? They just. I don't remember that bit. Oh, maybe no, maybe you're right. I feel like you are right, but he's he's he goes very quickly, doesn't he? There's like a crossover, so he starts to cry that he's still alive, and she wakes up, and they look at each other, and she knows oh, what's happening. Hell. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, she, and then that's why she shoots herself. Um, yeah. And then they're both, yeah, they're both dead in this beautiful church with the candles. Think about the church as well. There's like red crosses blue crosses it's like at last there is reconsider reconcil reconciliation yeah <laughs> you know it's that's literally all word guys but you're like at last you know the two sides are together because you're seeing the colors oh. merge and it literally took this whole bloody tragedy mm. for that to to happen and also it's very interesting the way it's shot because the camera goes below them looking yeah. up and it just shows that they are in heaven. I literally was about to say that as well. With the candles at the yeah. bottom and they're like at the top. Yeah. And it's like they are, yeah, in heaven. Going into heaven. Because they yeah. are the casualty yeah. of this. Youth. Exactly. And the way that they're like above the flames is mm. also really like symbolic there yeah. as well. Yeah. Yes. Um. And then they get zipped up in the back. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm pretty sure they get zipped up. They get zipped up in like a body bag by the police. Um, and then we kind of see like the families are both like grieving. Um. Kind I've of written like, in my notes. 
that the candles become stars. And I don't know if I meant yeah, that in they, a way it, they that do, the candles yeah. are above or that they fade into the stars. It's but because they're star I literally, That was my next line. You keep reading. You're reading. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not reading. I'm not reading. And yeah, that was, there you go. That was the point that I was going to say there. <laughs> Back to being a child and being a cheating. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you've just said the rest of my point. Because then we have um, great minds keep alive. Well, uh, it, the very the very very end is very cylindrical. It's not called cylindrical, but I like calling it that. Cylindrical to the how we start the film with the TV, but instead yeah. of zooming in, we zo- we're zooming out. Um, and the reporters being like, "There's been a tragedy between Romeo and Juliet." Yeah, they died. Yeah, and that is Romeo and Juliet. Wow. Wow. I feel like I feel like half of that. Was, I feel like half, half of that was us talking about London Bridge um, and and what's his face? You got kidnapped, but and vaccine buses. And vaccine buses, indeed. I'm trying to think if there was anything that we missed. Favorite quote of mine. Romeo! Romeo! I think it has to be Juliet! 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 My favourite outfit, I think, was I've written down white mesh shirt. I remember someone wears white mesh shirt, and I think it's Mercutio, and it's lit. I love Tybalt's looks. They're very like Dolce and Gabbana, 90s. Yeah. I think they're more of I really like. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree, Tybalt. Yeah, 100%. He's like one of my fashion icons at the moment. Yeah, gorgeous. I love and I, the quote that I like is violent delights have violent ends. Wow. That's deep. Jeez. That's real, real deep. Mm-hmm. What was your favourite costumes from the party? I can't remember the party specifically, to be fair. I just, I just think the whole vibe, to be honest, was really. I don't think I wrote that down. Nah. What was yours? Do you have one? I think it would have to be. I think it would be Cleopatra or Tybalt's look. Tybalt as a devil was such a good vibe. Mhm. Um, he looked. Because it was his character, wasn't it? Yeah, he's the devil. He's evil. Yeah. He is. And then Juliet's the angel, and then Leo's there to save her as the knight, knight in shining armor. I feel like throughout the whole film, there was just so much attention to detail in the costume, like with yeah. the jewelry, 100%. the tattoos. It was amazing. The makeup, like it was so good. That's why it's so fun to do a fancy dress for this film because there's so much you can pull out of it, and you can get those little details like the guns and the. Swords, the tattoos, the cuts, it's just the, cuts, the tattoos, the jewelry, the jewelry, yeah, the jewelry in this film is beautiful. Like the ring, and I think they've, they've got a choir in there somewhere, like a, a choir with the little boy. There's a little yeah. boy in the choir. Yeah, so cute. I think yeah, that is like all my notes. I think I'm sure there's something hidden that I don't understand in this, but yeah, bringing stairs. Romeo's dad, sorry, Romeo's dad's, not dad, but the, the, the guy, what's his name, the priest guy, mm-hmm. is also in Inception. He's the dying man in Inception. He is Killian Murphy's dad in Inception oh. when he's dying in the hospital bed. Yes. 
Interesting. That's him. We well, also managed to completely overlook the sex scene, the one and only sex scene. We're not under the sheets. They haven't like. And then Gatsby, the... literally Gatsby. And the nurse comes in. Yeah, it's very playful, like with Daisy. Yeah. Much that vibe. Um. That, yeah, I've written. I've written that. It like reminded me of the Gatsby shirt scene when he's throwing the the. the, the... Is it, is it shirts or yeah, pillowcases? Yeah, showing he's throwing his clothes at her. In Gatsby, yeah, like in her house. I also noticed that they, um, well, I had it written down in my notes at least, that they refer to like guns as daggers. But I'm, I looked into it um, earlier yeah. Yeah. and each of the guns is actually named after a sword. Yeah, I saw that. I came across that, which yeah. is really cool. Really cool. Another detail that you don't really know until you know. There's going to be, and there's going to be so many more layers to this where. There's going to be a lot more hidden information out there, you know? Um, Definitely. And also just in the general story itself. I mean, there's probably so much that we haven't covered yeah. about sure, the actual sure, sure, literature sure, of sure. Shakespeare. I think there's just a lot. That's another whole thing to unpack to and that's a whole bloody English lesson. But I think there's a lot of, like, religious symbolism as well that we don't really fully understand. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like... I remember watching this back in the day, just not getting a word of it either. Like, oh, even yeah. just the language, I still don't yeah. fully understand. It's like you need subtitles to translate. Mm. <laughs> but I think that's it makes the film playful. You know, like we were saying earlier, you don't fully have to get every word because it is visually there. Yeah, and you'll carry through that story in other ways. It's true. It's 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 very much like. Every time you watch this movie, you're going to pick up on different parts. You're going to focus on whether yet yeah, music, the visuals, yeah. the dialect, the the, yeah. the graphics, the, the, the beauty of it. Yeah. The beauty you'll of never it. Get, you'll never get bored of it, which is why, like, maybe that this is why he probably has done five films in his career because there's so yeah. much, there's so much effort and detail gone into making this one movie. If you create a masterpiece, you know, job done. Yeah. But a lot of reviews I was looking at really rip it to shreds. People they, you know, people, people don't, camera angles, you know, they don't get People it. don't like, don't, don't like the craziness and they don't like that across like all of his films. It's though. Like Moulin Rouge, especially. Great Gatsby's like the more, uh, like, um, refined one. One of yeah, them. Yeah, true. Very but true. I would say Romeo and Juliet is, 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 is a wild, wild film, but it's, amazing i've watched it like what maybe three times this year now three or four times mm. um, i don't think i can ever get bored of it but it was pretty successful because it went on to make uh was it 147 million i think yeah that's what i've got written down um it got 72 percent on rotten tomatoes and it got 4.6 on Amazon. Oh, really? Four, yes. out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Big up Amazon. Shout out. Hey, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and it, yeah. it, it, um, it won award-wise. Is this what it, yeah, it won um, three out of the... Um, no, sorry. It won four out of the seven BAFTAs it was nominated for. Pretty yes. good, is that? Very, very, very good. It was nominated for various 
other film awards a lot with like australian film awards as well um i don't know about the if it got any oscar nominations not sure actually um what's the one that leo doesn't have it was an Oscar. Was but he's got one. He's got one. Now. It was an Oscar, but he's got one. For okay. Revenant. Was it Revenant? Yeah. No, was it? Was it Revenant, Ryan? Yeah, he won it for Revenant. Yeah, so, so it did. It, it got one Oscar nomination, Romeo and Juliet, which is for Best Art Direction in Set Decoration. Wow, to be honest, they should have got that. Yeah, because, yeah, that's one thing about this film which was just immaculate. Oh. Oh. So the, the the lady who did the set decoration for it um, is who I was referring to earlier. She's not the costume designer, which is Baz Baz Lemon's wife. Oh, cool. She's a set. She's a. Oh, oh. She's a costume designer. Yeah, I used to like literally want to do that as a thing. She is. She is a costume designer as well. Oh, interesting. And she's a costume and production designer. That is so oh, cool. It's called it's called Chanel number no. five. Uh that's uh the one that I want. That's the short film he directed. Oh right. Yeah. But yeah, she um so it got one Oscar nomination, it didn't win it. It should have probably won it because Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. We're still, we're still talking about it and you know, do you know what won the nineteen ninety seven Best Art Direction for Set Decoration Oscar? I don't know. I, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. But oh, I never you don't know. Oh, you don't know. I was about to say, yeah. what I was then. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know. Any other films that came out? Exactly. Yeah, what a crazy, crazy film. Good, though. I feel like. Very good. Entertaining. Yeah. Different. The way that it's so different to any any of the other adaptations, I'm guessing. It's, yeah, it's true. Well, it's, it's just not what you expect, and I think it's a clever, it's a clever twist. And it's even though it's very much like stylized for the time it was created. Yeah. It's still, you know, it's still living it up. It's still kicking about yeah. and doing well. Absolutely. Um. Uh, maybe someone's studying it right now. Do you, do, maybe, one of the uh, maybe one of the listeners will like quote us in their essay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Talking yeah, about the vaccine, please, please don't None of none of this is um, accurate information. This is us. Maybe you spilling the water earlier was significant because it was like the water, water and fire, water and fire. The plants die and reflect the, flames, the nature. The flames. There's so much symbolism within our lives that reflect Romeo and Juliet. What's spilling the water on your on your chair? <laughs> the baptism of the chair. What was your earliest memory of Romeo and Juliet in this film? Of this do you remember? Film? Do you remember first seeing it initially when, when it was, the first time you saw it? Was it? Definitely when you started. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Ryan, what about you? If you didn't study it. If I didn't study what, sorry? Romeo and Juliet, when did she first watch it? Uh, what, this film? Uh, it was very, it was, it was like more recent than not. Um, yeah. First time I watched it. Maybe college? Yeah. I, I don't think it was uni. I think it was before uni, but maybe, yeah, it wasn't, it was like, earliest it would have been was college. 
It might be yeah. uni. I know Gatsby didn't watch until literally third year of uni. Wow, that's late. I feel like that's when you start to get obsessed with Leo anyway in uni. Because uh, we I swear it's college. Maybe, maybe it was more uh, uni. College uni time, yeah. Like foundation. Yeah. We'll call it the foundation era. Yeah, foundation year first. Yeah, because yeah. um, yeah, we'd give each other the DVDs as well. Yeah, yeah. Good, great. But this, yeah, this definitely spikes myself and my schoolmates obsession with Leo in year eight and then it just blew up from there I suppose mm-hmm. but yeah I think yeah this was literally the initial film I think that, that brought but yeah I the, think should we do does, does Millie know the rating system oh yeah I don't think she does oh, and I always forget this as so, well okay so we do it out of five this is how we really Absolutely. This is how we rate it. <laughs> I think I know it. So number one, no, one which is the lowest score is matching the gas tank. Boom boom. Two, two is something, something, really something, something, something's something actually strange. Strange. Three is so I became everything. Four so is strange. keep it popping. And Yay. five <laughs> is king of the world. King of the world. So, so I think I know what I'm going for. I know what I'm going for. Okay, you go first then. Yeah. For me, it's keep it popping. Keep it popping. And you know what? That's that's probably my highest rating I've actually done on this podcast because I'm strict. You are at my ratings, but you know what? I'm giving it a four out of five because it is a splendid visual piece yeah. of art, and it's not the best film ever made so i can't give it a five and i don't fully understand the dialogue yeah but the rest of it is all there for me it's creative it's different it pulls you out of your comfort zone to what you expect and yeah that's my rating mm-hmm. for i would give it, it i'd give it um uh king of the world because would you? yeah I, wow. I mean i wouldn't if if we were if there was like like you know like what's the word like a five a b c a, it would be it wouldn't be like the top 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 but i would definitely give it like a high score for the fact that it's it's romeo and juliet they did a great job like modernizing this movie into this like piece of art there's so many iconic moments from this film which still like resonates like I like res- resonate with like that like just that yeah. picture of Leo going down the aisle at the end with the cut the blue yeah. light and Lovely all of that is instant like that's a five for me um, yeah but yeah I would I would give it King of the World for that reason that is just this, it. it's just this enclosed masterpiece and like you say Romeo and Juliet and people are like yeah yeah, it's out all of the other films that have come come about it. So yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Well, I would give it a four as well because I feel like it was obviously. Sorry, I have to say the quote. Say keeps it popping. Keeps it popping. Is what I would say. <laughs> nice. Um, because even though it was made in the, the mid nineties, you can still comfortably watch it today. It still yeah, seems relevant. Sure, it still sure, seems modern. Sure. I feel like the costume, the colours, the art direction is amazing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the director is a perfectionist. 100%. You can tell. Every single detail has been thought about. As you said, even with the billboards having the Shakespeare quotes. I love that. I love that. Um, 
Yeah, I would say I wouldn't give it five because obviously, yeah, the dialogue, I did find it, obviously, but... You've got to be like a little bit, bit of an, You've got to be a bit of a Shakespeare nerd to get that bit, I Yeah. Think. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, high ratings all round then, basically. So keeps it popping. Keeps it popping. And yeah. I think, yeah, it deserves all our comments and all our praise, I think. And that's probably the best one we've we've actually done a podcast on so far. I'm not going to lie. Well, will I say that? We have looked at some... Very good ones. Yeah, and some wild ones as well. Um, yeah. But I think, yeah, this was a nice film for us to kind of ease into... Ease into now. We're getting into, like... Each one of these films we'll be doing pretty much from now on, pop bar a couple are going to have a big... Some sort of, like, yeah. opinionated fan base. So it's going to be it's going to be very interesting there, to see what There will be preparation that. bias for these. Yeah, yeah. Trust me. They sound unorganised right now, but they're about to get lit. We tried to be organised for this, and then it was an unorganised mess. (laughs) But so is the film, so I don't care. Exactly. You know, it's called method acting. We were just trying to. (laughs) We were just trying to see how they are on set. Um, Because yeah, like we said, the next episode is Titanic. Um, which we know maybe more than one episode a hefty one. one so yeah we're, we're, we're debating whether we're going to split up into two two or three episodes and whether that's going to be um, they're all going to come out in one month or we'll have those episodes still come out monthly um, I think we'll probably film them all in one go anyway yeah just, just because and I am I am going to talk about the conspiracy and it will probably be about half an hour up to mm. an hour like I'm not gonna lie. And we're trying to work out what we're gonna do guest wise because we've had a, we've had several yeah, people ask. There's us. so many people. So we, we might we might get people to just like sort of make comments or like yeah, 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 like, yeah. questions rather than come on for the whole. That's episode. a good idea. That's a good idea. Um, you can get that out on social media quite soon for for everyone. So yeah, for the, keep the, your eyes peeled, guys. You know what? I didn't we've even ask. I didn't even check the inbox or ask for questions. I forgot the password. Oh uh, yeah, I feel like pressing time for this episode. I've been kicked off the Instagram account on my phone, so I haven't even got the. I, I forgot have the you? password. What? Yeah. Well, I don't believe we have any for this one because we've been a bit rubbish of, um, in terms of asking you know what Jess I feel so like you won't hear the question every episode we're going to properly go for it this time we're going to really yeah, we're ready sure. we're ready oh, I'm going to get all my Titanic books from home yeah I'm yeah, going to yeah. bring them back and literally start my research we'll now. do um, we we'll uh, let's like okay we're saying this online now so we're going to have to <laughs> we need to watch it before what should we say like before the 20th oh the 20, we have to watch it yeah, no, let's let's do it. Let's do it in the next couple of weeks whilst we're high off of this yeah, episode still. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So, so, it's, so we've, recorded it, we've recorded it before we get to uh, September. Yeah, done. But yeah, so yeah, thanks guys. That was really How did you find that, Millie? Oh, I loved it. it. I'm going to be on one of the next ones I then. loved our little safe chat. Yeah. Isn't it fun? It's because really you, fun. You get to dive into something that, you, you don't usually talk about and I think yeah. it gets your mind racing and it gets you thinking about and you really try to you really try to think about parts you wouldn't normally think about or w- w- even watch yeah. films you would normally watch yeah. yeah it's nice to talk about something creative as well and dig Absolutely. into it dig we're into not it. all just brain dead uh, yeah we're, we're not all just broken London are we yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we oh my gosh we all, we all yeah, have a lot of substance there. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you for coming on. Yes, it's been a fabulous guest. Yeah, it's been really fun. Um, 
yeah, you can come on some of the next ones. Yeah, so, yeah definitely. Thank you. Um, um, yeah, thank you for listening, everyone. And we are back. We are back. We're here so, to stay. The hiatus back. won't be over. We promise one episode a month on the 11th of every month it'll be happening uh, don't forget to don't forget to email us in some questions at our email which yes, is leonardo.decapriorder at gmail.com or hit us so up at leonardo over on instagram um, Millie where can they find you online what are your socials so my social is Millie Olivia Jones got mm-hmm. a very colourful instagram and then also I've got my interior design account, which is at what she bought. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're also kicking off a little freelance. Really? Just nice things, so we keep posted on that. Yes. Nice. I'll announce that next episode probably. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, oh, exciting. Um, you can find me on Jess Leah Powell for some crazy pics that I never post. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for, for, and my design account is Jess. And Ryan, where can we find you? You can find me at Narvenator. Narvenator Eats and Ryan Narves on Instagram. Yeah. Beautiful. Looking forward to your questions, guys. And obviously, yes. if you want to come on to the episodes, we would love to have you. Um, we've had people around the world, so get involved. Yeah, please do. We want to Woo! we want get to involved. branch out more. Um we've got we've got we've got some feelers yeah. of like some friends and people we know who want to come on, but we'd love to have yeah. Some more of more of you guys who are listening in who just that, spontaneously that really found fun. us. If if any of you yeah. spontaneously found us because um we don't really know what we're doing, we just kind of like post it online and hope that people listen. Exactly. Hopefully hoping Leo might type his name into Spotify, basically. <laughs> oh guys, um, you know what? we just we're about to yeah. hit the four hour mark soon, so Wow. And for our two hour mark, two hour mark. Four hours? I'm going to say. Oh my God, we've been doing this for two hours. It's what? It's I literally been... was like, oh, this won't go over an hour. What? It's nearly midnight. We've got work. Yeah, we've got work early tomorrow. Let's wrap this up right okay. now. But yes, <laughs> lovely episode. Thanks, guys. We're back. Thank you, Millie. We'll see, and we'll see you next month. And as always, bye. Keep, bye keep and... it popping. We always fuck that out. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. We'll get, let's always, get it right. I literally always edit that out and then put that do in. Do you? Okay. No, you Three, two, one. Keep it popping. Keep it popping. <laughs> See you next yeah, time. Bye. Bye.